the parents around the world got together and reminded us that we are not alone in the saga of raising our kids. Let me drop some of these on you because they get saucy. Why am I the only dad here for parent-teacher conferences? Am I the only dad who can take time off of work? The only dad to view this as a parenting duty, not a mommy duty? The only dad who often marks the wrong date on his calendar? The conferences are tomorrow, aren't they? Damn it. Yo, who has been there? Just sitting, waiting. This is going to start soon. <laughs> uh, it's not today. I was actually late on an early release day and trying to figure out why is there no one here? <laughs> the worst. Last night, I threatened my boys that I would take electronics away for a month. And I'm praying hard that I don't have to follow through on that after today. The dumbass things you say as a parent in the heat of the moment. I'll be real with you. Um, I am very fortunate that me and Ava have a pretty solid bond because there's been a couple times when I've won two, and to be perfectly honest, she's never taken me up on three, and I got nothing. If she calls the bluff, I I don't know what I would do because I, I have nothing on the other end of it, to be honest with you. Me. Hey, am I too wrinkly? Child, you're old. That's going to happen. Me. I meant my t-shirt. <laughs> Yo, don't ask questions or be specific because you're going to get the honest, true answer from your kids. My kids were role-playing, my wife and I, eight-year-old being me. Is this tweet funny? Can I post it? Five-year-old being my wife. Can you please leave me alone for five minutes to drink my coffee? In mom's defense, there are a lot of us. If we don't have the coffee in first, you know what I mean? Watch out. Beware. And honestly, sir, you should know this about your wife. If you have a family that loves you, a few good friends, food on your table, and a roof over your head, you are richer than you think. Unless the family that you have includes teenagers, then you're still broke. I'm not there yet, but the responsibilities and duties and extracurriculars of the one 11-year-old I have... Tell me that I'm in for a ride. Shout out to those of you who have multiple kids. Wife to our teen. Can you unload the dishwasher? Teen. See, this is why I don't come down here. Yo, for, first off, wait a minute. Roof over your head. Lights. Mm, okay. You allowed to have those things. You out here talking about chores. We talking about chores? Anyway, welcome to the Wake Up Warrior Podcast. I'm your guy, Joe, a great place for moms and dads to grow, learn, and think just a little bit differently. If you're watching on YouTube, do me a favor, like, subscribe the video, leave a little comment if you can. If you're listening on one of the podcast platforms, leave a review, follow the channel, the show. Um, and, you know, if it's a five star, which I believe it is right right to the end, I think you'll feel the same way. Leave that five-star review. If it's one, do me a favor. You can say it with your chest, but do me a favor. Also write a review of why it's a one because I want it to grow and I want I want this community to feel like it's a great place. I do want to remind you if you hear that, that sound, it means that I've put something on the screen. So you want to check out the YouTube version of it in case if that's something that you felt was important because I'm usually putting something on the screen there. Otherwise, let's get into it. You know, we all know it's coming. It's today's tough topic. We have a doozy for you. Now, this one is for moms. You feel that you are last on the list. It comes up with one, a lot of my clients, okay? But the only question I have for you, just like I asked them, who put you there? 
Let me give you an example that comes up consistently. Well, I don't have time to work out because of all my responsibilities and duties as a mom, right? I have to cook and clean. I have, I have all these things going on. I just, I don't have time to take time for myself. In my experience, much of the time, the other partner in the relationship is willing to provide space for that time. I had a call just last week and the husband was on it as well. And well, I I have four days. You can do this in that time. And the mom still felt that guilt from society or for wherever it comes from for, for her that no, she has to do all of these things. Now I can already hear it coming through your speakers back at me. But Joe, when I take that time and I'm away, well, all the things that I would be doing in that time don't get done. And as soon as I get back, well, a baby's put in my face or I have been told I need to do this, that, and the other thing or other things have already piled up. My question again is, have you communicated that to your partner? Because I get that it doesn't make sense to exchange time and then feel like you're loading on yourself. But have you taken the time with your partner to say, I need this time or allow them to give you that time. And the other thing that I hear consistently, well, yeah, they'll do those things, but they don't do it the way that I want them to show them, allow them to do it. They're going to jack it up the first couple of times. And maybe you have a little bit to do, but also the bulk of it is already done and let them know, Hey, when I get back, I need 30 minutes to decompress. Or after my workout, I'm going to just take 30 minutes to kind of just like chill. Like it's not just going to be 45 minutes or an hour. Like I need, I need some serious time because when it comes down to it, if you feel like you're last on the list, the only person who puts you there is the one staring back at you in the mirror. And I want to be super clear, dads, just so we're open and 100 because we can be part of the problems as well. A trip to Publix is not a mental health break. They are still in search of helping you or taking care of you and the family. A mental health break, an emotional time for themselves, being physically fit for themselves is something for them, not for you. Back to the moms. Now, that mom guilt that you feel and why I think this is such an important, tough topic to get down on, that mom guilt that you feel, talking to some of my older members who their kids are already off to college and they're kind of finding themselves again, turns into mom resentment. Well, I did this and I gave up that. And no one asked you to. You did that on your own, homie. Yes, I called you a homie, mom. Sorry about that. Don't tell my mom, okay? You did that on your own. You took on that responsibility. And in doing that, yes, you've lost your passions and you feel like you don't have a purpose. And so taking care of that now, if you still can, is vitally important for you and for your health. And because whether we want to believe it or not, or want to take on responsibility of that or not, we are modeling for our kids what our role in the relationship is even going forward. So if you're a mom and you have a daughter, you're showing that your your daughter that she should give fully of herself without taking any time for her. You're showing your son that it's okay to go golfing for four hours, not care what's going on with his wife when he comes back and just dump everything down and not make sure that she has time. Don't allow that guilt that you feel to be that person to turn into the resentment later on. 
because you cannot pour from an empty cup. And once you fill it up, like put yourself first. I said it. I mean it. I do it. Put yourself first, first, because when your cup is running over, you can freely give. And also set an example for everyone in the family. It is our responsibility, mom or dad, to set very clear boundaries and uphold them. When you have that conversation with your partner, also, if they forget, make sure you remind them of the conversation that, the ha- that you had and why you need that. If you're last on the list, you put yourself there. That's, what, that's a lot of what we do when we're building this mental, emotional, and physical wellness, what my clients are doing. That's most of it, to be p- completely honest. And once you confront that, things change and change greatly, not just for you, but for the whole family. The tone is different. The mood is different. The feel is different. You're able to do things differently and for yourself. You find yourself again because you've been pouring into everyone else so much. Put yourself first or don't be surprised at why you're still last. (laughs) So I know I usually do something that's helping me, but also a wellness tip. This week it's going to be the same. So in the same tone that we just talked about, I want to show you guys or introduce you to what I call the quick and chicken. The video recipe, it's a five-minute video. I show you start to finish of this meal that I make. And why I like this is it's quick, it's pretty healthy, and my daughter loves it. So something that I know a lot of people struggle with is quick, healthy meals that my kid would enjoy. Ava loves it. Shout out to my guy, Jax, one of our members who's down a pound a week currently. She loves it, and so does her son, Jax. It's a great meal. You should check that out. It's two or three ingredients. Just so you know, in the video that I'm going to post, and I'll also leave the ingredients here in the description, it's a rotisserie chicken. It's uh, minute rice or microwavable rice. You can use a sauce. I use honey mustard. You can use Chick-fil-A sauce. It's really great. You can use coconut aminos. I've seen work really, really well uh, on the same tip. Seems to work really well. Tastes great. So a couple different ways that you can do it. You can sauce it up on your own, but very, very fast. And I literally, in a five-minute video from start to finish, make it with you if you'd like. Check out the description here. Oh, dang. Oh, and it'll save you some time, right? So you can get some of that time back for yourself. This week, the win of the week, I'm really proud of. To be perfect, I'm going to read something to you all. So let's tune in for the win slash winner of the week. So I found out today that we're having layoffs at the end of October. I got really stressed out and poured a glass of Prosecco. Halfway through, I realized it wasn't more important than my goals, and I poured it out. I think that's a pretty big move for me. A couple weeks ago, this member, who's down a pound a week after five weeks, this member, we saw a correlation between drinking and kind of sliding back, right? Because when you drink, you lose some of your inhibitions, you lose some of your focus and discipline, and maybe you eat a little bit differently. Maybe you get a little bit less rest. Alcohol itself uh, performs in a way in your body that also stunts progress, right? Just drinking it, right? Regardless of the other decisions that you make. And so we realized that she wasn't making good decisions. And so we said, we're going to stop alcohol and kind of see 
where that actually fits in. And so one of, I mean, she just got some news that would probably shake most of us. And her first reaction was to get a drink. And then she starts drinking it. What I love about this is that she realized on her own that what she wanted, who she wanted to be was more important than who she has been in the routine that she's typically done. And if we hadn't taken that small break, it would have been just, oh, I'm drinking out with the girls, not realizing that that drink was in response to something that happened in her life. So it's not just drinking for fun. It was a vice that she was using. And think about how important it is, right? We've, we've talked in the past about that scratching the surface between who we want to be and who we are. And when you make decisions, it's like a win uh, against who we used to be, that routine that put us in a place that we wanted to get away from. And we're so much closer now to who we are becoming, right? I'm becoming a true warrior. I was extremely proud because, yeah, it, I mean, she's doing really well. She's down a pound a week for five weeks. That's great. But this is her emotional, mental wellness. This is I can do things well for myself. And that's a habit of discipline that you can stack other things on. Because once you make it once, you know you can do it again. I was extremely proud of her because it was a choice that she made. Keep doing it. Keep rocking out. I'm excited to see the other habits and choosing ourselves that you continue to provide. Shout out to the winner of the week this week because it's not just about the body. That'll come. But once you can control the mind and your other actions, we're working out for 30 to 40 minutes in a day. There's 24 hours. How we conduct ourselves, our routine in the other 24 or 24 and a, uh, 23 and a half really sets the tone for who we will become at the end of the day super proud clap it up for her as we move into the morning minute this one a little tough to be perfectly honest so i'm actually really happy and i you know from a couple podcasts ago that my daughter's playing basketball now now she only picked it up this summer so she's got a few months in the game really at all we played a little bit like really serious focusing one of the this is the first team she's ever played on so she's got a few months in it, and this apple has not fall has not fallen far from the tree. She is competitive, so she's only in sixth grade. But because now that she's starting, and she's starting with seventh and eighth graders and playing against seventh and eighth graders, she has the expectation I should be on that level. Yo, kid, these kids have been playing for years. You have a couple months in the game, and in a way, you've caught up, and you have to. Look at that and experience it and realize how great you've already done, not just sit and compare. And in this moment of trying to console my daughter, I realized, shit, I'm literally showing her love, compassion, and grace with a situation that I'm still working on and dealing with myself. But we all know when that conversation happens with ourselves, it is not the same. We're critical. We put ourselves down. We only look at what isn't and rarely can see what we've already done, regardless of what it is. And I realized that same love, compassion, and grace that you give the people 
that you love and care for most, we have to start giving to ourselves. And as you catch yourself consoling others on the things that you're still dealing with and still working on because we are ever evolving individuals, try and put yourself in that seat. Try and not only just take the advice, right? It's very simple to give advice, but really sit down in that seat and give yourself the same loving advice. Because why do we do it? Because we know that people make mistakes. And when people make mistakes, we have to show ourselves grace. That when people aren't perfect and we're chasing something, we have to remember the things that we've already done. But we don't do it with ourselves. So regardless of the age of your kid, regardless of how you're consoling them on those things that you're still dealing with, put yourself in that seat. Give yourself that same love, grace, and attention. Something to think about going into the rest of the week. Take care and be well. Yo, I I just want to say I really appreciate everyone for listening to the podcast, especially if you made it this far. Please continue to share it. Because of you all, this community is continuously growing. We're almost doubling the overall views and listens on everywhere. I really appreciate that. And just continue being everything that you have and sharing it with those people that you care about, especially if you got something from this episode. Thanks.